Happy Fabulous Friday. Good morning and welcome. This is Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard, Movement Internationals, and also Lion Tribe of Judah, Global Tent Ministries. Yes, I'm coming on here to not only talk to you today, but to talk to my tribe. Yesterday morning, we talked a little bit about the two opposing altars. In 1 Samuel 5, 1 and 3, the Philistines took the Ark of God and they brought it in the Ebenezer to Asia. They took the Ark of God and they brought it into the house of Dagon and they set it beside the image of Dagon, their chief idol. When the people of Asia got up early the next day behold Dagon had fallen on his face to the ground from before I'm sorry before the ark of the Lord so they took Dagon and they returned him to his place yes but anyway we're going to go a little further you already know uh this your girl Rhonda so we want to talk a little bit today again about the two opposing altars but we want to talk about not setting up anything before God Yes, not having your little bitty gods. But anyway, according to the law of altars, whoever carries the superior altar takes today. Okay, what does that statement mean? It means that in order to uh, to deliver, to be delivered from the power of evil of the evil altar and the idol that is connected to it, we must what? Strengthen the altar of the Lord that is in our life. We cannot say that. Uh, we are doing the will of God, but we're not in our word. We're not praying. We're not spending no quality time with God. God is a jealous God. As you see, Dagon was on his face, baby. They didn't, he, God don't play like that. We have to be all in or all out. God will not settle for you to just date him. You got to make a decision. And, the, and God, they said that God is a jealous God, which is he, which he is. I recall years ago. I had put so much emphasis into this relationship. Yes, I was married, but I put so much into it. And it's okay to love people. It's okay to give somebody your all, but not not your all completely. God said, give him your heart and your mind. Because if you give somebody your mind, guess what? They can mess your mind up. So I gave the person my heart and my mind. And I gave God what was left over. I thought by me going to church and, you know, working and being on the pastor's A board and, you know, being the choir director and, and the list goes on. You know, I thought all those good deeds would, would save me and would save my marriage. But can I tell you, I made that thing out of a God and God said, you know what? You putting too much attention on that thing. I was worrying about every little thing about what that person was doing, how they was doing it. Well, you know, I, every little thing was worrying me about that person. And God said, you go, you're going to worry more about that than you are going to get in your word so God allowed that thing to go ahead and have his way and when it did I'm telling you it got in my mind and it almost messed up my life so when we put up those little gods whether it be your job whether it be your money whether it be your house whether it be your car your children whatever that you put before God you made that thing out of a God okay your, your relationship with God must become stronger than the idol and the evil altar that we're trying to, that, you know, that we are trying to destroy. You must destroy those little evil altars in your heart, in your mind. Those altars must be destroyed. And if you are, if you are a, a soothsayer or if you are a witch or if you're practicing dark arts, you need to get rid of all those little trickets. Because when it comes back on you, 
it's going to be worse than it was when you got started. So it's not good to put your God up against God because I guarantee your little God is going to lose. You see what happened to Dagon? He fell on his face. But I'm going to go a little further. The good news is that we use prayers to what? Appeal the courts of heaven. We automatically gain spiritual statute in the courts of heaven. The courts of heaven function above uh, the power of evil altars. Which meaning we have to pray heavenly prayers. Uh, earthbound prayers. That's where the enemy is is really taking havoc and running havoc in our lives because we, the Bible says, uh, we know not what to pray, but the spirit make intercession for us. But at the same time, we need to have a prayer life so much so that we start praying heavenly prayers. In the above passage of scripture, the Philistines brought the ark of God into the house of Dagon. They did not understand the law of altars. Let me repeat that. In the above passage of scripture that we read, or that I read, or you may have read, you may need to read it. When the Philistines brought the ark of God into the house of Dagon, they did not understand the law of altars. But see, God did. See, they didn't know by, uh, they thought that that was a good thing that they set up their little God and worshiped it. But God knew exactly what he was doing. Okay. Uh, the how uh, uh, God knew, okay, God went into the house of Dagon. They did not understand the law of altars, but God did. So he did not waste time, uh, but he demonstrated to them in no uncertain terms that the, uh, that the altar of the ark of God was superior to the altar of the idol. Okay. Dagon, when the Philistines found Dagon lying prostrate before the ark of God, they did not get the message. See, a lot of times uh, we can go through things and God keeps showing us over and over again. You know, um, when we do things contrary to the word of God, because see, it's so easy for you when you are doing pretty good for you to preach and tell people, you know, um, you should do this and you should do that. And, and you got to make sacrifices and you got to do what the Lord tell you to do. And I remember when that happened to me and I didn't obey God. And then you find yourself doing what you just taught, you know, spoke to someone else about, about not setting up little altars. I know I used to do that. I used to get mad and say, don't be looking at that movie. Don't be doing this and don't be doing that. But on the flip side of that, I had little altars in my heart and in my mind because I made the man that I was married to back then, a God. I I was worrying about every little thing that this man was doing. Yes, the things he was doing was absolutely wrong, but my focus was not on God. It was so much on him. And if I would have just left that in God's hand and let God deal with him the way that he dealt with him afterwards, then who knows what that situation, how that situation would have ended up. But because I made that thing a God, I set it up before God. I worried. I didn't take it to God. I brought it to myself. So when we do that, things happen. So they propped up this worthless demon God one more time. And they set it up next to the ark of God. Now remind you, the first time the thing fell over, they put it up and they propped them back up again. And that's how we do. When things are going good, we'll, 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 we'll prop back up our little God. 
Then when things fall down, when that little God of yours start falling down, yes, then you'll, you'll run for God. Then once you run for God and you cry out to God and you say you can't take it no more, then you after he give you back your, the, he give you grace and mercy, then you know what you do? You prop your little God back up. You start doing those things that you was once doing. Huge mistake. The second day when they returned, the image of the idol of Dagon, I'm going to tell you how God will do a thing. Dagon was laying on the floor and his head and both of his hands were broken beyond repair. <laughs> see, that time, they it's no way. See, the last time they went and they propped him up, they propped him up. But the next time that when they came, that following after that, God he he messed that God up so bad to where it wasn't even able to you it's some things you ain't gonna go back you, you're not going to God is not going to even allow you to go back and try to fix that thing it was broken he he made sure because he messed up the hands he they said it was beyond repair which meaning they could not repair it <laughs> see God is good at, at fixing things that like if your heart is broken and stuff yeah he's a mender he's good at fixing broken things but they could not fix that they are broken God okay uh, the, the t- this time the Philistines got the message and they were terrified because Dagon was their most powerful national God what is your God what are you holding on to for dear life in your mind and in your heart? Let's do some self-examination on this morning. Don't look at nobody else. Look within yourself and see what is it that you're holding on to? What is it that you're doing that you know that God is not in? What is it? What are the things that you're saying that you know that God is not in? What is your conduct when you're not at church? Who are you when you're not at church? Who are you when you're not around your leader or you're not around people that of high stature or people that look up to you? Who are you? I have a thing that I use. Who are you behind the mask? Take off the mask and let me see the real you. I had this dream and I won't go into full detail about this dream. But in this dream, it was so many relationships and marriages being broken. And um, they was broken because either one person was not truly faithful. The other person uh, went and where they were living a, a life with the Lord they left and other things was appeasing to them. So they chose another God. And it was just, the dream was really, I'm telling you, it, it was crazy. But I knew what God was saying at the same time. That people have literally set up altars. I'm talking about demonic altars. I'm talking about things that could literally destroy their life and they don't they really you can tell them over and over and over again they are comfortable in doing the things that they do no matter how much you point it out to them or if you can just 
You, you don't even have to point it out to them. Just live the life that God is telling you to live. And if they don't see and they don't turn, it's not on you because you don't want to make that situation or those situations out of a God by putting a lot of attention to that. So the same with the way God is talking to you, he's talking to me too. Because I recall in the past, if I seen something, if I knew something, I would hold on to that thing for dear life and I wouldn't let it go. But now I'm learning that that thing is not bringing me good health. That thing, if I'm not careful, it will mess with my health. So I had to learn to let things go. In the beginning, it'll sting you. But then after a while, you shake it off and you say, nope, not putting my attention on that. So whatever, whatever the things that is hidden, it will be revealed. So you don't have to worry about what anybody is saying, what anybody is doing, whether they're doing evil, whether they got evil altars set up in their heart or in their house. Because not only do they set up evil altars in their in their heart, some people literally they they um they hurt people on purpose. You got some people they get into relationships and marriages uh under false pretense. They get in there and they lie their way in. And so when they get in the marriage or when they get into the relationship, they have to continue to lie because that's the way they started out. And it's hard for them to change it because to them it's normal. It's normal for them not to be truthful. That's a normal lifestyle. But if they ever get free of that, if they ever get free of that spirit, see, see, society have given it a name. They're giving it a name. They give everything a name. Like if you're sick mentally or you one day you're up one day. See, James said it's double minded, but the doctor says it's bipolar. The society call it a narcissist spirit. But God just straight out called it the spirit of deception. So we got to tear down those altars. Those are altars. But on the flip side of that, if anybody that is tied to someone as such, it's not your job to fix anybody. It's your job to fix you or ask God to fix you to help you. Because if the person that you are with or the people that you are in contact with, if every time you are around them and they have to put on a different face or you have to put on a different face just to be around them, you have now become a part of their God that they serve. If they serve in day God and you know you're serving the almighty God. But when you get in their presence, you now change to be the, the people or the person that they are. So now you're their God have become your God. Stay who you are. Remain who you are as the as God created you to be. Don't start worshiping if you haven't. If you haven't already, don't start to worship other idols, other gods, because I guarantee you this time when God tear up your God, he going to, he going to mess it up so bad to where you're not going to, you, you're not, when you look at it, you're not going to even recognize it. 
Because he going to mess it up so bad to where you're not going to be able to go back. So my advice to you on today, on this fabulous Friday is to get rid of all your little gods. Get rid of all of your little gods. Things that you have placed before God. Worry, stress, anxiety over every little thing. You worry about every little thing. You put that thing before God. God have never left you, nor have he forsaken you. You're still here. God have kept you. He kept your mind. He healed you when you wanted to give up. He didn't allow you to. He, he showed you something to make you live again. It's something that God is trying to get out of you, to pull out of you. But for some reason, you find comfort in the God of what? What God is we talking about? The God of Dagon. You find comfort in that. It's better to be this way. So today, in my closing, put away those altars, those demonic altars. Because God is about to wreak havoc. He's about to set up shop. The things that you think or you thought you got away with. God is supposed to set up shop. God is separating the wheat from the tear. God will not allow you to continue to go through. He will not allow you to continue to deal with the spirit of deception and manipulation. Because that is an altar. He will not allow you to operate in that spirit. He will not allow you to operate in a spirit of sarcasm. You literally have people where they operate in the spirit of sarcasm, where they say things and they act like they they didn't mean to say that, but they did. Know what spirit that you're operating in. Know that you you was used for that split second. And that's that's the thing that we we don't pay attention to because we've been doing it for so long and we don't. We don't realize it. You got some people, they realize it because you got some agents of demons. You got people that are agents. They work for Satan. They work. That's what they do. But then on the flip side of that, you have agents of God that work for God. That can see you for who you really are. That's why sometimes when you around people, that's why though we were talking about the opposing altars on Yesterday, because when when the the altar of Satan and the altar of God, when they come together, the altar of Satan get aggravated. Because if you go around somebody and you can't be still or you you all over the place, it's because you're operating in the altar of Satan. And the altar of God is making you uneasy. So you don't know what to do with yourself. So you get frustrated and then you start to think, did I do something wrong? So going into the next dimension in your life, 
check around you check your heart check your motives check your check everything that has to do with you don't check nobody else check you and and see if you're doing the things that God is telling you to do or if you're just doing what you want to do because I guarantee you Dagon ain't gonna be able to save you because as you see not only did God he the first time they little God failed they picked they was able to pick him back up and prop him back up that second time God said I'm gonna mess it up so bad to where they it's, it's they're not gonna be able to repair this thing so I'm telling you as a warning that don't allow God to destroy your altar that you have and it's then it, it end up being not repairable and we say that God is a forgiving God, but when you're operating in that spirit, that's not the spirit of God. See, God is not, God do, do not have to bag up something that don't belong to him. God do not have to protect any child that's not his. God do not have to protect anything that you have. He don't have to protect your children. He don't have to protect your home. He don't have to protect your money. He don't have to protect nothing pertaining to you if you're not his. He don't have to. Because he'll let Dagon, he'll let him take care of you. Because that's your God. So today, again, I want to... uh, enlighten you on some things I want you to uh I want your your mind to be your heart and everything to be open to what God is saying to you not to no one else what is God I always say God what are you saying to me in this because that was a message for me too because again I start out thinking about uh, a thing or allowing something to kind of get in my spirit. Then after a while, God will bring me right on back here. I'll snap back real quick. Like, Oh, okay. Now nah, that's not fast to happen. But it was a time where I stayed there. I made that thing out of a God, like constantly worrying about it. Like, why, well, why did they do that? Well, why did they say it like that? Or why did they do that? Why did they do that? Uh-uh, that's too much time. I done made that thing out of a God. It doesn't matter why people, it doesn't matter why people do what they do. It doesn't matter. What matters is what you do. So I pray today, this morning, this fabulous Friday, that something that I said was a blessing to you that helped you to further understand about these different altars, the opposing altars. It helps you to really navigate through life and understand what is God saying to you. Okay. So may God bless you. May he protect you. May his face and his hands and everything shine on you and cover you. Uh, May Psalms 91 be your portion on today. Until next time, this is your girl, Rhonda Taylor from Let Your Voice Be Heard Movement International, as well as Lion Tribe of Judah Global Tent Ministries. God bless you. Until next time.